Hello, and thank you for joining us for Riding Through the Ages. My name's Eric. I'm Eugene. And this is our revolving journey through the era as a Kamen Rider. Today we're going to be watching the seventh episode of Kamen Rider Kuga of Heisei Phase 1, entitled Grief. It was written uh, by Naruhisa Arakawa and directed by Hidenori Ishida. And it aired on March 12th, 2000. So, um... It's hard to think what might come up next because we just finished a kind of arc. Yeah, completely re- resolved it, which is like the uh, get the crew together arc. Yeah. Really, very short, so six episodes. Like, so, well, like those six episodes were kind of the first start. Right. It would be like if it was a, if this was a series of like light novels, this would probably be the first yeah, half volume. of the first book. Yeah. Um, maybe even the first volume. Yeah. Well, I mean, if this was a manga, it'd probably be volume one. Volume one, yeah. Or volume two, maybe even depends on yeah. how they stretch it. Uh, so there's not much to guess what's coming out. So uh, what have you been doing? Uh, well, you know, it's um, one of those things. A lot of people around me had started learning Japanese with their free time, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I was starting to learn that way back before I switched to Korean. So maybe go back, dust off the books, yeah. see what I can learn real quick. And I figured, okay, you know, you, you're also studying Japanese, so yeah. it's a good time. I've actually got access to other people. You know, it's not just that that long, lonely grind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, all I've been doing this week is uh, uh, learning Japanese, watching, you know, shows, playing games, the usual stuff, plus learning Japanese. So that's yeah. occupying most of my free time, really, because, I mean, it's a very, very broad uh topic yeah <laughs> so for my um i do active immersion and i do passive immersion mm. active immersion is where i'm focusing on learning and then passive immersion is just noise in the background mm. um and so my passive immersion has been uh one piece going mm. back through one piece but this time without subtitles yeah or i'm not even looking at the show just listening to it okay um but i did finish video game wise i did finish uh, toki Mirage sessions Toki Mirage Session Sharp FE <laughs> Definitive Edition something or other. And this is a Encore. It's a <laughs> visual novel? No, this is a um this is an Atlas RPG. It was a combinate it was a collaboration between um Atlas and Nintendo. So it was a the FE is Fire Emblem. Oh. Oh, I think I think I know what you're talking about. It's kind about of this. like a a lighter version of a Persona game. Okay, yeah, you were saying because their Personas in this case are, are the Fire Emblem characters. characters. Yeah. Okay, Who've yeah, like lost their memory, like right. Chrome and Sierra and stuff like, and characters like that. And so I finished it. I think seventy hours. Hmm. Is that uh, per norm or? Uh, uh, I probably went quicker through it based on I could have done a whole lot less, but based on the amount I did, like I got the best ending. Mm. I didn't get every single achievement. Okay. Because I didn't go to every store and buy every single right. item. It wasn't, it wasn't a 100% game, but it was a... But I did get the best ending for okay. the game, did all their side stories, um, and leveled them all up to max level. Mm. And so I got the best ending of the game, so I don't have to go back and do the new game plus, just in time for more games to arrive. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so going through and... Going back to One Piece, like I like One Piece a lot, but the pacing of the Dressrosa arc mm. was so painful in the anime that I dropped the anime and went back to just reading the, the manga. manga. Yeah, 
Uh, I hear it's gotten better after Dressrosa. Oh, as far as the filler and uh, keeping up with... Because they don't do that much filler anymore. They just shorten the episodes. Oh, so I think you remember you telling me this was like 12 minutes of episode with like the long opening and the long closing. Yeah, and like it's sometimes like five minutes of episode happen. In the episode. <laughs> um, well, at least they didn't go the other direction with Dragon Ball Z, which is like you have I mean, th- you four the minutes the, of people just... Uh, uh, well, they do that too, but not uh, nearly as bad as... Uh, the Naruto 220 episodes of filler. Uh, Did you ever? I, you know, I like it. I I, I kind of like it, but do you know the sh- the show Gintama? Um, you know, it's one of those things where I keep saying, when it's finished, I'll watch it. When it's finished, I'll read it, and then it's just not finishing. No, I think it's done. <laughs> oh, but yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a self aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, in it, he he's he he's always he's obsessed with Shonen Jump in the the book. Mm. But there was one time where he was, they were all sitting around. It breaks the fourth wall all the time. Yeah, that's and what I've, I've heard. So they were all sitting around and they were talking about how they're going to deal with the fact that the show is catching up with the manga. <laughs> and they're talking about the various techniques. And they're talking about how they they say things like, we should have filler arcs. And, and they're like, oh, but we're an episodic show. It really doesn't. We're an episodic story that doesn't really fill out. And they're like, mm, mm. But they're always like, whenever they say something, they do like a quick uh, example of example. what it could be. And then they say things. Well, there's the uh, the extending each episode by like just staring at each other. And they show like a little scene. And like, oh, again, we're kind of episodic. That's kind of hard. And I think they do one more about, oh, uh, they do the Gaiden Right, where they do a side story, and they're yeah, but so and they say to themselves, we need to figure out a way to kill time that's different than anything else. <laughs> and they sit around for like a few seconds, and then they say, "Well, that did about ten minutes," and then they go on with the episode. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah there's ten minutes. <laughs> but um, so but I've been watching One Piece, like older episodes of One Piece, and I forgot how much I liked it. It reminded me how much I liked the show mm. and how good it's done so as passively i might be able to get through dress rosa <laughs> okay yeah yeah because you got other stuff going on yeah uh so anyways yeah all that said we're not really sure what's going to happen in kuga no. because i mean he just did his suit just finished off a bad guy just recruited the whole team and now it's like it could go anywhere yeah like there's so much i mean obviously there's still the main plot which is there's other grungi to deal with yeah but besides that yeah i mean that's like saying it might rain in the future yeah so there's the main plot but there's no clear vision of what the next step in the plot is yeah like previously we were saying well he got each we were saying he got ichijo and now he's got to get sakurako sakurako on his side she's on his side now yeah and most episodes have ended with a cliffhanger whereas this one was just a clean ending yeah like uh, technically it could have ended the series there it would have been very upset you know upsetting for everyone just uh go read the manga thing yeah good luck (laughs) (laughs) they're still grungy but you know the story continues I mean, there are some seasons of Common Writer where it's kind of just monster season. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> There's no overarching villain behind it. It's, it's just some. Sh- <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Uh, in Hibiki, it literally was monster season. Mm. And through the year, they do different things. And these are the oni, is what they were called. They weren't called Common Writers. The oni, they just battled them all the time. And Hibiki was a uh, was a. Uh, a mantle passed down from generation to generation. Mm. And there's other mantles. But um, Hibiki's a very different show. Anyways, uh, so 
Any any guests on the title grief? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody grieving over the deaths, the countless deaths that have happened in the last six episodes. But I remember now what this episode is. Yeah, it's just like boom. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. No, don't tell me. But yeah. Okay, so we are gonna go watch that. Okay, and we're back. So, okay episode. It's mm-hmm. it's more of a build up episode. Yeah, it's a it's an opening to second phase. Yeah, you can definitely tell. I mean, second act. Yeah, nothing really great to say about this episode. Uh, just that, eh, you know, we saw it. So, um, starts out with just a very close up on Ichijo's eyes. Yeah, you can. It's kind of like one of those things where you you can figure out it's it's him because it's got to be a main character and it's got to be somebody who's intensely looking at something and it's no way going to be Godai. Well, I can recognize that it's him because I've seen the whole show already twice, uh-huh. like twice. So, um <laughs> but yeah, I understand Ichijo. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's very very in- intently looking at a uh well, he's the old footage of what they call unidentified life form number zero. So the one that the, the footage from the dig site. Yeah, when he was killing everybody in Kuga. Yeah, and he, it, you know, it looks like he's trying to do clues. By the way, I actually marked it. It's eight seventeen a.m. But this kind of changes things a little bit. It does because the guy walks in and uh, is like, "Oh, you're watching old footage of number zero, and it's, it's been, been three, three weeks since their establishment of the." task force the task force which means that it's also been a few days since then so it's like been like three weeks three and a half weeks since all of this started yes um so it's still one episode i don't think it's just one episode through per per story this i have to see how the next episode starts yeah we'll find out next episode exactly i mean it might be it seems like a clean way to set up finish an arc though it's like here's what you have going on in a week then time skip yeah you know so um he throws down some paperwork Mm -hmm. because he says I'm not sure if we should just be letting number four do all the work. Yeah. And so it shows that number 13 has been killed. So yeah. during this time frame, there's been more mm-hmm. Grungi attacks they haven't shown. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask is I was like number 13 and I was trying to count in my head we were how like you could come up to that. Seven, I think. Yeah, because it's like uh, seven. No, no, no. It, it would have been at least nine because I think the Hopper thing was nine and then the, he, they could have possibly counted the blue one as ten. If they didn't, I mean, because as far as the whole police force is concerned, the blue one would be different. But each Joe and uh, I don't know what his name is, but he's like the he was like the head of the task force. That guy, they both know that number four is the same as uh, kind of, yeah, as uh, the blue one. Right. Because I think they both saw it. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, this is very clear that number 13 confirmed dead. So the time skip, it's not like they've been doing nothing. And I can't remember exactly what they were saying besides that. Before some lady walks in. A grasshopper was six. Right. I suppose, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess that pans out. I'm trying to count it, and I guess you're right, yeah. So I think it was like seven. Yeah, because if you count blue as seven, that makes six more I don't more think they counted them as seven. I think they're counting them all as the, the, the same now. Well, um, it's just it. I don't think Ichijo in the, in the head of the task force has let everyone know that this guy is... I don't even know, if, but I don't think blue's been seen. I'm not sure. I can't remember on the last episode if when they were tussling if he had transformed to blue yet or if he was doing it in red. Remember when it was Ichijo was trying to get mm-hmm. a shot? Maybe not. Either way, it's safe to assume at least six more have shown up. Uh, Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. So 
but and they've been able to do nothing really. Yeah, I mean, just to clean them up nicely. But it's I guess it's making the police force look bad. I'm assuming because he's the one doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the newspapers are catching on to it. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Um. So uh, then. Yeah, some lady walks in. Nozomi. Nozomi. Yeah. Uh, she, I don't know if I like her. <laughs> she uh, she's very energetic and very infatuated with Ichijo. Mm-hmm. She walks in and sees him like been up really early or all night maybe yeah um, probably although the three week gap means that maybe each just healed a little bit i'd hope so <laughs> poor guy deserves it <laughs> uh but she's handing him a fax from uh nagano mm-hmm. and it's a it's a report about uh undenified life form zero Right, because they they found uh, which is nice because it shows that there's more than Ichijo in the police. Right, <laughs> yay! Finally, somebody else is doing research. It's I think really we nice. talked about the I, I call it the SG one scenario. Yes, yes, exactly. The syndrome where they're the only team that does missions, and if any other team has done missions, it's because they've died, and this team is now going to do that mission yeah. for them. So now there's in, in Nagano. He didn't go back there and finish the investigation. No, <laughs> they no. worked on it. <laughs> That would be so funny. In these three weeks, I went back and did the explanation. <laughs> right. I, say, um, I believe the very next scene, it goes back to uh, to Godai, right? We'll go to the opening. Oh, yeah. We do the opening, and then when it comes back, it's it's Godai at the Pole Pole. It's 8.37. I've marked the time. I was trying to pay attention as much as I could. I missed it a few times, but yeah, 20-minute jump from the first scene, and okay. uh, he's doing embroidery. Yeah. He is putting the Kuga mark on his vest because mm-hmm. he has no idea of the concept of secret identity. No, he's just sitting here like uh, going over to the boss or the owner of the Pole Pole and he's like, look at this. This is Kuga. This is me. And the guy's so like, he says it's, this is me. That's where it gets me. Like if he just says it's Kuga and he talks about who Kuga is. Uh-huh. So there was a uh, a scene in a Supergirl comic. And in this version, of, there's a many versions of Supergirl, but in this version of Supergirl, she changed. She was actually a shapeshifter. She, she changed from one person to another person mm. when she was in her Supergirl form. And she accidentally answered the door, and she had like a Supergirl. She had like her shirt unbuttoned. She had the Supergirl uniform underneath. Mm. And her parents were there, and she was worried about her secret identity. And her mom's just like, "Oh, you're a fan of Supergirl too," which is yeah. like easy. Yeah, it's the easy connection you would make. Because why? How would your daughter be Supergirl? I mean, like. That's what I would say if I was Peter Parker and someone found the Spider-Man costume underneath and just be like, dude, I'm I'm cosplaying. He's exactly the kind of nerd that would cosplay too. I'm just a really big fan. Yeah. And it it like gives me confidence. Yeah. (laughs) There's so many outs that are underutilized. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lie and lie some more. (laughs) You know, yeah. When I'm watching shows with like superheroes and the the, the classic superhero thing is like something affects them and they turn evil and then they have to explain what happens. Tell them you're on drugs. Yeah. Just get it over with. (laughs) Just. Tell him you're a drug addict and and be like, I went to rehab and, and I'm dealing with it. And you get like you'll get like sympathy also, but yeah. you can explain so many things away by just saying that you're on drugs. Drugs did it. <laughs> I was doing heroin. That's why I was evil. Right. Freaking kryptonite. <laughs> drugs. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, it's just is dumb. I mean, the owner he doesn't catch on, even though he's straight up saying he's Kuga. Well, the thing is, nobody the guy's knows like, him as Kuga though. Yeah, he's like, wait, uh, he's thinking they, of an actress. an actress, and then he's like, no, 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 the, Kuga. the guy. He explains it, and the the owner's just kind of staring at him with a dead stare of like no understanding, and he's just like, eh, well, I got to get back to work. So because it's uh, the way it is, is it's Kuga because mm-hmm. it's a double sound, vowel sound. Yeah. So he was saying Kuga mm-hmm. as in like someone's name. Yes, Kuga. Um, but. Uh, yeah, nobody knows him as Kuga. Everybody knows it as... Unidentified life form number four. four which is great. Yeah. I love that. 
everyone's forgotten number two was it yeah number two is the white form yeah yeah two. number one would be the the guy that the spider yeah the spider was a, zero was the, and then the spider was one he was two right. three was the bat and exactly. then he was four and then four um but yeah so nobody knows it as kuga Mm-mm. which is great but um and he he's like i'm gonna go show, show it to sakurako and he, yeah the owner says do your job yeah wait 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 <laughs> and he walks out as the customer walks in and just keeps going yeah he's like nope i didn't hear you owner that's funny so then i think it goes to the grungy right yes and it shows that they're learning english or not to learning. some extent like one of them at least is uh uh breaking apart the syllables and he's able to repeat it like he's able to point at the radio say this is radio yeah the, and well uh i think it's they're just using the, the loan word radio yeah i mean so it's kind so of if that's the way that you hear it being said. So I mean, it's not like they're not learning English; they're learning the Japanese word for oh, radio. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant Japanese. I don't know why I said English. <laughs> yeah, they're learning the Japanese for radio. Yeah, the Japanese word, not the English word. Yeah, which is radio. Yeah. Um, it's and just the, the reason why I, I, it's because we're talking English that I said they're learning English. Yeah. So um, the native language of the show, people, is <laughs> yes, Japanese. So they're listening to it and they learn that they are called unidentified life forms. Yeah, and he's like breaking it apart in a way that they can hear what he's saying. And the breaking still breaking it down syllable, and it looks like one of them's like, "What is that?" And then the guy is like doing hand motions. Because by the way, this is all in grungy, so you can only pick up what they're saying based on their exaggerated movements and their hand movements, their body language, which is cool. I like it. And he's like, "It's us." And then it looks like the Batman or the Batman that guy, the Bat Grungy. Yeah, the Bat Grungy looks like he's cool with it. Like he likes the name. Yeah, it seems like. Well, he's also like the butt of everybody's jokes. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking Starscream scenario. Pretty much. But I, don't That's remember, how, yeah. I don't remember how it exactly plays out. Like I said, because I binge these shows, it kind of blurs. So it looks like they're talking, and um, who I want to say is probably the lieutenant. Like I said, the the Rose lady. Yeah, Rose. Uh, Rose Grungy. She walks in with three new Grungy I haven't seen. Yeah. All just as stupidly dressed. <laughs> so I'm glad they kept that theme going. Well, yeah, it's the, what if you told someone who didn't know anything of how uh clothes worked yeah showed them just tons of people yeah naked island culture is like here's what a bunch of people look like now your turn send them into a room so they just they just walked well it's they've seen like hundreds of people in in japan Mm -hmm. probably thousands of people and they just dressed however they felt like things goes together oh these okay i guess i have to cover this bit up and that bit up so um there's a little tussle between mm-hmm. a new grongi and the rhino. Yeah, because when they walk up and they say something. I feel like the gist I was getting was them saying that you're not doing a good enough job or something. Obviously. Well, <laughs> she, Rose, she shows like a piece of paper that has all of their symbols on it and a bunch of them crossed out. Oh, okay. So it's showing how, okay, that's what that was. Yeah, it was, it was all the symbols that they've had tattooed on their hands. Yeah, a bunch or, of strange writings, but you can see that. Based on what we've seen, like the grasshopper's head was scratched out and stuff like that. Yeah, it was all it was the symbols of the ones of all of them and the ones that had been already killed and been crossed out. Yeah, and so one guy gets up in uh the big grungy's face. The and, rhino. Yeah, right. and the big grungy's like, Okay, well let's do this and so they're circling each other and it looks like they're about to throw down. They transform they transform into uh, well, he transforms into the rhino, and the other guy is some sort of fish. I think he's a shark. Is it? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm guess I'm best basing that off of his tattoo. Okay. Yeah. It's either shark or piranha. Yeah, I would go with piranha. I feel like piranha is a very strong uh, choice there, as far as the way he looks, um, with how many with the way the fins are shaped. But yeah, so they are circling, and they're about to lunge at each. Well, they do lunge at each other, and then Rose just snaps her fingers, and they stop. Yeah, they're like, oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and then uh, another one who's got like. 
wrapping around him. Yeah, like a headband and kind of stuff. Um, I mean, we're not going to spoil anything, right? The, it, it's stripes because he's the beat grunk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and because um, he's wearing like a yellow shirt, yeah. but he's got uh, strips. Yeah. Three strips wrapped around his upper arms. Mm-hmm. So he can still move his lower arms. Um, And he grabs their little Etch-A-Sketch thing and does some markings on it. And then she gives him... A rose gives him the counting bracelet. Yeah, the bracelet the uh, uh, grasshopper monkey was using to count kills. Yes. And episode what, five? Yeah, episode five. Yeah, five. Yeah. And so uh, then he goes off. Yeah, so that, that happens, and it goes back to Ichijo now. Back to the police station. Uh-huh, and it's uh, they are in a shooting range, and they're discussing how they've just gotten their six-inch barrel three fifty seven. They've gotten good um, guns now. And it's like, wow, it took them long enough. You know, because this is the third week in this task force. Yes. The, the weapons they were using before were clearly not good enough. They were the standard uh, police guns of Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you change the bullets. still kind of, eh, yeah. there's only so much you can do. Yeah, Whereas this big, one's a big gun with a big bullet. Yeah, 357 bullets. And so it's, um, Japan has not changed the weapons that the cops have, have had, like their standard issue guns, mm-hmm. since I think the 80s. Yeah. Or even the early 70s. I believe you said this last time. Yeah. Yeah, when we were talking about the rifles, it's like they don't need bigger guns because the crime is like... And if, I mean, if they ever needed, they could use, what, call the I Special mean, Defense Force? Well, or, yeah. Uh, um, so, but yeah, they have bigger guns and they are testing them out. They're learning how to use them. Yeah, and then the head of the task force is asking Ichijo questions about um, the news that he got from Nagano, I believe. And he's saying he also that, mentioned something about you, we gotta finish closing this up so you can go home to your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's Which like, comes up have, like three times. In this yeah, episode. at least twice. But he's like, I don't have a girlfriend. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, um. So, uh, yeah, they're practicing the the shots, mm-hmm. and uh, Ichijo is better than the other guy. Yeah, clearly. but but not. It's like not that. I mean, he's hitting the target. It's very clear that this gun has got a lot more firepower than the gun he's used to. And so his kick, it's like he's missing shots. He's getting better as the scene's progressing, though, because that's the whole point. And so, yeah, but then uh, Sugata, I think his name is, um, he's asking about the report, Mm -hmm. the facts. And he said that they were doing investigations around the area. Yes. And they found uh, a mass grave. Yeah, they found graves that lead to it. And I'm thinking, okay, 16, 17. The guy's like, how many graves were there? And it, Well, he says that the other grungi probably came from this grave. Right. And so how many is there? And uh, Ichijo said at least 200. At least. That means there could be stacking bodies in each yeah. grave. Like, you don't know. Yeah, so at least 200 grungi. I don't think we're going to see 200 grungi. No, but I mean, especially because they're, they're cutting out. They've already cut out at least six, maybe seven. Yeah. So in between thing, in between uh, arcs, right? They they can do whatever. It's a nice little. Uh, so this is actually making the format of the show more anime like what we're used to, uh-huh. um, as opposed to a normal drama that is twelve episodes and it's done. Yeah, yeah. This is we we, we tell this really tight story, skip some time, and then we tell this really tight story. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, he does this shot. You see him miss, a, not really miss a couple, but they're wide shots, and then he lands to more yeah, towards the center. As the scene progresses, he gets better and better. And he has this long, drawn-out thing where he's putting his glasses up. But as he's leaving the shooting range, uh, Nozomi, you said what her name was? Uh, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, so Nozomi comes in, and once again, this is this is where I've decided I don't like her character. Yeah. She's way too excited to say that her friends from Nagano are here, or his it, friends from Nagano, and he's like, what, I, what friends from Nagano? Because I'm sure he's got, like, maybe one friend, if that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he's like, oh, it's the... Um, 
mother and daughter of or the mother and daughter sorry the the wife and daughter of the professor that died in the the dig yeah and it's like the way she says it is too high. yeah she's just way too excited to be be like hey I, a grieving I, family's I here think to that see problem you problem is the line because they wanted to remind you of who they was like if if she would have just said exactly the same tone and just said the mother and daughter or professor such and such yeah well either way it's like hey you're friends from nagano it's like okay and so the the person whose case i'm working on uh relatives who are grieving their death yeah it, it's not really my friends but yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways so it's just but, a small but thing. right when he's going there another cop comes out and says there's been a call we gotta go and right and then she, and Nozomi's just like, I, I got it first. Yeah, 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 like back away, back away. <laughs> and so Ichijo does go see them first. Yeah, he sees the family first, which was, it was a really cool thing, considering how business first he is, that uh, he's willing to take the time, because he knows it's important. Otherwise, why do they come down here? Yeah. I mean, at the very least, it's important to address them. Uh, it's respectful anyway. Yeah. So he, he goes, they, it's, uh, and I mentioned the last time we did Kugo about the fact that it'll be a character coming back from the previous and this is these these two were it the there was the funeral uh-huh because uh, sakuraka went to the funeral yeah um and so she the daughter the mother's kind of holding up pretty well uh the daughter doesn't seem to be doing too well Mm-mm. she is very sullen and clutching things well i mean even the even the wife looks still a little sad but she's at least you know talking to people and doing things whereas the yeah. other chick has just got stank face this entire scene <laughs> yeah so basically they're coming to say is anything happening Mm-hmm. You know, now that it's moved to here, is is anything been moved on but the my husband's death? And he says we're still working on it. And so, um, she's like, "Hey, we found this was in my my husband's personal effects that yeah. he found near the ruins while they were researching them. Guessing he got it, it was brought it home, and it was working on it as yeah. And then and the next day you know. he did that. And so, uh, she it's like a little box. They open it up, and it's a like a chunk of it could be the end of a dagger or it could just be yeah. um, it's a little spike yeah a little spike it could be it could be anything it could be a spear it could be a horn it could be a claw yeah part and, of armor but it, it says it's uh metallic mm-hmm. and ichijo um a couple of times during this whole thing you see that there's a bunch of commotion a whole going. bunch of cops running out the front door and he's kind of looking over like seeing what's going on Still paying attention, still engaged in the conversation. Yeah. And he says, you should take this to... Experts. Experts. And that I know at Jonan University, which, which is, is where, where, where our hero is. Yeah. The and rest so, of the crew. Um, And he gives the address, which is probably his first mistake. He should have taken it and then taken it there. I, I believe so. He should have taken it, at least handed it to one of the his underlings or Nozomi or something. He'd take this here because it... It made it seem like it was less important. You can make it really did make it seem, especially with the way that the the little girl reacted. She's not little; she's like a teenager. But this, yeah. the way the teenager reacted to it, it's like, oh, okay, so we're a secondary priority. You yeah. want us to do this. Whereas she doesn't understand that he's really directing her to exactly where she needs to go. He, yeah, he wants to limit the amount of people who uh, like are involved in this, right? And she doesn't know that he's been up since who knows when, <laughs> looking at footage of number zero to find number zero, right? Yeah. So she, all she sees is a guy who's uh, distracted and really can't help them besides, hey, I'm sorry this happened to you, but I got to go. Yeah. Can you can you take this thing, the very valuable thing? Can you just take it someplace else? Um, so it's uh, it's understandable from both both viewpoints. Yeah. Yeah. I can see definitely how she feels the way she feels in later scenes. Yeah. Um, so uh, then the other then the cop comes, says, I got to go. And then Ichijo's just like, I got to go. And mm-hmm. gets up. Um, 
So then it cuts to Jodan University. Yep. And basically, it's kind of recapping a little bit of, but it's also giving us new information. Yeah. So it's basically you see Godai and uh, Sakurako sitting next to the computer, and she's explaining to him what some of the symbols mean. She rearranges them, and we find out that the people, there were people named the Linto, I believe, Mm -hmm. who were being slaughtered by the Grangi. Yes. So that's when you find out this would be the first time that I would find out the name Grangi if you hadn't told me what the language was. Well, no, because they said Grungi. Yeah, they say Grungi. Yeah. And I, you know, you ask the question, and then there you go. So this is the first time I, I would have been able to 100% make the connection on my yeah. own. But it, And then know. there's another race called the Linto. Yeah, the Linto, which is, I'm assuming, where the suit came from or whatever the hell is going on with yeah. Kuga. And so the Kuga symbol is actually the warrior symbol. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they're going, and then uh, the mother and daughter come in. Yes. And so they hastily uh, clear off a counter or a table so they can sit down. Because there's papers everywhere because it's been three weeks and she's doesn't Sakurako's deep in Yeah, there. she's actually, you know, doing stuff. Yeah, she's working. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all doing their part. Right. You know, uh, Ichijo's doing the investigation. Yeah, and well, Ichijo find, and Sakurako doing, are the ones I feel like are doing more work here. And they're he's doing just, the brain work. Yeah. Uh, Godai's the one who goes and kills them. Right. It's like, I need you to lift this box, Godai. <laughs> yeah. go, go do this, Kuga. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's doing the 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 part that only he can do. So. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all he can. So uh, they come in, and um, the the funny thing is, is that Sakura's like, "How did you find us?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it wouldn't be that hard. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is your office. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> my husband knew you. <laughs> basic basic directions. <laughs> well, the th- yeah, the thing is that she even phone book. <laughs> she even addresses her by her name. Yeah. Uh, so Sakuraku has clearly met this woman before. She was at her husband's funeral. Yeah. So it's like, how did you find it? Like, what? What? But basically just a layup for uh, the mother to say that the police told us to bring this thing to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they they go to open the box and she's like, oh, wow, this oh, is this really interesting. Godai is trying to be Godai. Yeah. He's trying to, to get to the girl, be happy. Cheerful, yeah, like, hey, how are you question. doing? And um, smiling and stuff. And this there's is, a some. Uh, she's wearing some seashells, and he says those are pretty shells, and she hides them probably from her father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, so this isn't really making her comfortable, as far as as far as what I can pick up is her goal is to uh, further the case. Yes. To help you know uh, get revenge for her father, or, you know, Justice, put that to rest. Whatever. Right. Yeah. And this uh, is not helping him being all happy and stuff. And she's like, so Sakuraka's looking at this. Uh, uh, I don't know what this is like a plastic box or whatever filled with whatever this is and is like oh this is really interesting um i'm well, not no, the expert she, you know she she shows it to godai yeah. tries to give it to godai and he says uh, uh and oh, she's like he's not a researcher he doesn't work here yeah <laughs> and she says what like you know basically what's this guy doing here if he doesn't work here mm-hmm. and she says i don't i'm not an expert in this i have a we have a, a, a research student who's an expert in this and that's john, this is john yeah so john walks in you know right on time yeah <laughs> And he comes in, and John's like a happy guy. Yeah, he's, he's he loves his job. He likes working here. And he sees this, and he's like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Uh, and and I, I'm so, just so excited to learn Sakura about this. Trying to like calm him down, but he's he, like in it. He has absolutely no understanding of the context of the situation. Yeah. All he sees is two people 
showing him an interesting research object. And then he's found it was found in Japan, and he thinks, okay, well, this is cool. I can this is this could like it's yeah. it's like a cool career move. Yeah. This could be really good. I could write a whole bunch of papers on this. This is gonna like because nobody has told him this is a grieving family and they're trying to solve a murder. Yeah, so it's not John's <laughs> fault at all. No, he's got absolutely no but idea. But the girl sees basically that everybody is happy that her dad is dead that's yeah. what she sees yeah nobody cares and <laughs> nobody cares they just Every- want to use it to advance their if they even care to, to use it it's to advance their career and her name is mika mika okay yeah so um uh she takes the box and just runs off yeah sakurako cannot explain in time because she just doesn't want to hear it at this point yeah she's like nobody's gonna help me and so she just leaves with the only bit of evidence that yeah <laughs> which i understand it's just dang these are the only people that can help you yeah, it is what it is. But before they could even chase her down, there's um, phone call. Yeah, Sakuraku picks up the phone, and it's from Ichijo, and it's at 11.25 a.m. <laughs> when they show up to, I want to say, the police station or some sort of research so station. The, yeah, and um, it's Ichijo, the uh, chief of police science research institute. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Basically the crime lab. Yeah, and he uh, walks in there, and it's some lady he's known. No, uh, Ichijo is asking Yusuke about uh, dragon form. Oh yes, okay. Blue form. Mm-hmm. Can he still change it whenever he wants? And Yusuke says, "I'm, I'm not sure." Oh, so that okay. means that this whole time he hasn't used it. He's only been using red. Red. Okay. Um, uh, they walk into, I think her name is. Oh, we missed a key point. Um, at some point, let me see here. Oh, so after basically before it went to the. Before the scene where they're they're talking about the Linto and the Grungi, mm-hmm. there was a scene with Ichijo investigating the site of a murder. He and what had happened was there was somebody there was somebody dead there, and the people on the scene were saying that there was oh, yeah. a clear hole entering their head. That's right, and leaving to... them from the bottom. They don't say where in the bottom, just from the bottom. So it indicates that they were shot by a projectile from above. Yeah, that's right. And that that scene takes place before. The scene with Sakurako. Yes, it, before Sakurako even shows up. So uh, they before the whole thing at the thing. So and, it's after, right after the police station. Yes, it goes to the scene, and so yeah. And we're while there. they're um while they're looking around, they find a hole in the ground. That's about like, the size of a bowl. Yeah, like a little tiny, little tiny hole. You know, I, well, I don't know how about tiny. But the, but the important thing is that he was shot from the top all the way down. Yes, and he's in the middle of nowhere. There's no like yeah. There's yeah. no, uh, there's nothing above them. Yes, yeah, so there's no way he can have been stabbed from above. It, so it's clearly a projectile. And they find a hole in the ground, and they're like, oh, it's like, you know, somebody's about to like play with their finger, and somebody slaps their hand away to do their job. And that's when the scene changes. So, so now we're coming back to. Then it goes to the research lab, the whole thing. Yeah. And then sh- she leaves, and then Yusuke and uh, Ichijo. Ichijo go into the research lab. Yeah, they're going to the research lab. Yeah. And this is directly related because they're. Uh, they just basically got a call about what they find in the hole. Yeah. So they go there, new character, police scientist lady who definitely looks like she never went to a medical school. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, she looks like a model. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, Kind of flirting with uh, Ichijo. Yeah. And she, she mentions it's like, uh, oh, you look like you've gotten a girlfriend. And he's like, no. And he's, she's like, does something with her, her face, which makes him start rubbing his face. Like he's playing with his chin. Like what, what about my face? So basically I think what it is, is that Ichijo is, is like not happy that bad things are happening, but he's in his element. Right. Yeah. Being an investigator and like with Godai, he's making progress. Yeah. Things are, things have been moving. So, so there's, there's some, and so Cause she he looks has, happy, I guess, but he's not happy. It's just, he looks uh, energetic, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so, um, then she asks who Godai is, and he brings out a business card, <laughs> which said, uh, Master of 
1,999 skills crossed out 2,000. Yeah, because episode one, we see this, and then now we see it again. His 2,000 skill is Kuga, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she, she looks at the card. What? So she holds up a bag, which has what was in the hole, which is a really long, like, spike. Yeah. And Godai tries to grab it, and she slaps the hand away. <laughs> Doesn't even, like, face. Still explaining what it is. He grabs it with the other hand. She slaps it away. Hands it to uh, Ichijo. Ichijo. Turns around. It starts typing on a computer to bring up the report, and Ichijo mm-hmm. hands it over to Godai. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, what she says is that this is this most closely resembles a stinger, and a, whatever this is is uh, because the people died from anaphylactic shock. Yes, anaphylactic shock nothing immediately. To, she said nothing to do with the spike driving through their right. system. I mean, I guess what she's saying is that even if they could have lived from that, they would have still died from anaphylactic shock immediately. Yeah. And so she's like, this is most resembles a bee. A bee. And I was thinking, wow, this is going to be so confusing for you guys because the, our last episode, we were Kamen Rider Ichigo. We were saying that our next episode of Kamen Rider Ichigo will be about a bee. Yeah, and this next episode, because it's a cliffhanger, is called Grief. It's so here we are now watching this episode about a bee. I, I, I so promise go- you there's going to be another episode about a bee next so, week. But, uh, luckily, it'll be a bee woman and a bee man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I told you that this is a, um, because it's coming back new, they use a lot of the same monsters, the yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things. It's going to be a bee. Seventh episode of both, uh, 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 the eighth episode of both shows will have a bee monster. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, then it goes to, it goes to a scene. Uh, so after that, so basically that was a little bit of foreshadowing of what's about to, to happen yeah. is now you see a similar scene to. Uh, when the grasshopper was out killing things, because remember he picked up the the bracelet, and it's showing you him just dropping people, like you yeah, see just people just walking down the street, and then they just you have see a, a pshoof, and, and then, it's cool because it's just a little like, uh, they just have a little like explosion set at the bottom, like uh-huh. a, it's just a puff of dust coming out, yeah, and then they'll just have the actors fall over. Yeah, you see him it, like pause and then flop, where, yeah. whatever they're doing, and it shows it shows uh, I want to say four different scenes. Yeah, it shows at eleven. 37, 11.52, 7 afternoon, and 22 afternoon. Yeah, so it's uh, a lady walking down with, uh, a guy just walking down the street, mm-hmm. a lady crossing the street with groceries, and mm-hmm. then she drops groceries go everywhere. A lady playing tennis. A lady playing tennis. And then I think somebody jogging in the in the woods, right, or riding a bike. Riding a bike in Riding the a bike, yeah. So every 15 minutes. Well, because then it goes to. Um, back to Ichijo and, and Godai. Godai. And, and they're, they're like going through the. the because yeah, people they are getting, calling these in really quickly. Yeah. Every, basically uh, every time. Because this is the right open areas with a bunch of people around. So they're uh, they're marking down the times and then they create, see the pattern. It's every 15 minutes and it's in it's spiraling. And they're, they're very far apart. So yeah. even though he's killing people less often than the grasshopper was in a given time. It's also across a much farther distance. Yeah. So in a way, it's faster. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's and it looks like on the board there was something like twenty-ish X marks. So even though we only saw four people drop, he's killed a lot more than that. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out where he will be based on that, um, because since it's in a spiral, they can kind of figure out it's going to be in this general area. Yeah. Whether or so, not they get there in fifteen or here in thirty, right? Yeah. So then they run out, and then it goes to Mika at a phone booth. Um. Yeah, that's correct. Mika's at a phone booth, and she makes a call to like the police or something. Yeah, I think she's calling the police, and she's not saying. I don't think she said what her name was. She just said that if if progress isn't made, she doesn't have to. <laughs> right, <laughs> progress isn't made on uh capturing I, zero one. Number I'm zero. Die. Yeah, I'm just going to. I will die. She doesn't say I'm going to kill myself. But she said I will die. Yeah, I will die. And then she just slams the phone, and runs off. Yeah, and then it goes to uh, it's now twelve thirty-seven. Yep, and somebody else gets killed. At which point now. Yep. 
we get to see the bee, Grungi, because yeah. he lands. Well, I really like how all the Grungi forms, you know, you, you can see and know it's a Grungi even if you haven't seen it before. Uh-huh. Like, it's all, like, it's very... They'll have Grungi monsters in different seasons. Okay. And you look and you're, oh, it's a Grungi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just, you just know. Yeah. I think, oh, that looks exactly like a Grungi. Uh, some of them, like, uh, some of them just are just monsters mm. and they're just random monsters sort of. But a lot of them have a theme like the Fungire and Kiva and the Orphanox in Fies. You, if you see them in any other show. You would know that's what they were. Yeah. Yeah. So he, the Grungi are very uniform. Like if you look at the. Yeah. It's all very similar palette even though it's. Yeah. It's it's well it's well done like other, design. Like if you look at the a good example of the other way is um uh the Dopons. Uh-huh. They're just kind of monsters. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Anybody. Yeah, as long as you don't see the transformation, they're just monsters. Yep, just random. Um no, like so, nothing nothing keeping them together too because on one hand you got a T-Rex and now you got a gold guy. As long as they start with a letter. Yeah. That's the <laughs> theme. Figure that out. So, um when the, he, the big grungy he lands and he Flips over the next mark on his bracelet. Mm-hmm. Keeping count. And then... Uh, you see the bat grungy over the... Bat, bat behind grungy. a column. He's in his human form. Yep. And he... They they talk back and forth, and they're not happy with each other. Mm-mm. Basically, I think the bee grungy is just making fun of him. Probably. I have literally... Because he's, he's boasting like he's showing off his uh, bracelet to him. Yeah. Um, I have literally never watched it with a translation. Not once? No. I have no idea what they're saying, except for what I can just pick up. I feel like one of these days we should watch it. Uh, um. So... Uh, I always feel like it takes away a little bit. Of it, it probably would, but I, I mean, mean, the other way I could look at it as if almost like watching it with a director commentary. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It'd be like watching it again with uh, yeah. with commentary. But anyways, so um, they're they're kind of making fun of me. Uh, he's making fun of him, and then uh, a shot and the bracelet comes off. Yeah, so uh, you see a bing, and then the bracelet goes flying off, and it looks like Ichijo. I don't think he was aiming at the bracelet. <laughs> it just is. It just looks like a sweet shot. You might as well roll with it because <laughs> he's not very good at this gun yet. No, not yet. Because he's he's on the mark as far as being near them, but it's like just a little bit. He's not used to the guns. No, so anyway, definitely. And not. so there's um, Kuga's there. Yeah. Well, it, well it, Godai transforms fully. Now, yeah. This is the full. The first time I think it's just like a full transformation. Yeah, where he's just running and it's not like a punch kick, punch kick. Yeah. Because yeah, you see, basically, he, Ichijo's. When you when it pans over, he's behind the you know door to his car with his gun raised, and each Joe's in the background stepping out. I think getting off his bike, he does the weird henshin pose. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, and um, then starts bolting towards. Some them. people have said, I've heard it said that it kind of uh, because of the special effects, it loses something when it's not the the piecemeal transformation. Uh, and I could see that, but I like mm, the full transformation. Yeah, I mean they they both have their. Uh, I mean, it's a special effects. I mean, you put those to the side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many so many good games that have horrible yeah. <laughs> graphics to that. We've I'm talked just, about I guess, this desensitized. Yeah. Don't you have, uh, um, don't you have uh, imagination? Yeah, exactly. So he comes in and he attacks the bee. Meanwhile, the bat is trying to grab the uh, bracelet. Bracelet. Yeah. And Ichijo tries to shoots again and then this time knocks his hat off. Yeah. So it's like once again you'd think it's like a really cool shot that he's trying to warn yeah. them with. No. He's just missing. Um and then Bat Grungy runs away but he transforms while he's running away. Yeah, cuz it's I guess, you know, he's probably faster with the the wings like and whatnot. A, yeah. And then this is where Ichijo says number 4. Yeah. No, or number, number number 3. Number 3. Yeah. And the he, the bat still is sensitive to light. Yes. Cuz he's like, "Ah, he's trying to block the light." So Ichijo is chasing after the bat. Yeah. while uh Godai is fighting the bee. And so he's fighting and punching, not doing too much. 
Um, like it's okay. It's going pretty well in his favor while they're in closed quarters because he's like kicked him into, I want to say the the foyer of something like a like a hallway almost like yeah. an open hallway. It's kind of hard to describe, but uh, so the bee can't just like jump and leave right now. So in the red form, which what did, what did you call that? Uh, red form is mighty, mighty form. Yeah, yeah. Mighty. In the mighty form, he's actually unlike the grasshopper. He's actually able to do damage as far as you know, able to knock him down. Yeah. They're having a decent tussle. But it gets to the point where the bee darts up and off. Yep. And so Godai's left once again to run up a flight of stairs. And this whole time I'm like, come on, switch to blue. You've done this before. Uh, I had forgotten at, until we were talking just now. I had forgotten that earlier in the scene, Godai, or not Godai, Ichijo had asked him. Can you change whenever you want? He's like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I had and forgotten so, that entirely. So this whole scene, that's why I was like, what the heck, dude? Just do it. And then he finally transforms while he's running. Changes into a uh, dragon. Blue is yeah, dragon. Azure dragon. So blue is dragon form. And so he runs up and he, like, halfway up, he just jumps to the roof. Yeah, because he realizes he's changed. And then they start having a... Um, a rooftop fight. Rooftop fight. Only in this case now, he's got no chance because it's an open air fight. The bee can use his uh, quick, rapid movements. It's kind of hard for him to track. Like, And he hasn't grabbed a pole. Like, that's how you, that's how the blue <laughs> fights. Right. <laughs> there was an opportunity earlier where he was getting... Basically, when they were fighting, uh, the bee was behind him and he was kind of pushed up against a railing. I was thinking, oh, he's going to rip off this railing and switch to blue and here we go. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... <laughs> Because they're setting up for what something that's happening next. Yes. So they're fighting, and uh, while he's blue, without the pole, he's crap. Basically, every time, like, the bee will hit him and jump behind him, and he'll go to look behind him, but the bee's not there because the bee doesn't move in a, you know, forward thing. He can move any direction yeah. just as quickly. It's how bees work, like yeah. flies also. Uh, so, so he just can't keep up. Yeah, and so then... Um, he kicks him off the roof, which is each, uh, which is uh, Godai's move to be kicked off roofs. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, his face to your foot style. So he uh, barely kung, ca- kung pao, <laughs> yeah, barely <laughs> barely catches himself on, on a, a railing. Yeah, on a railing and changes to green. Yeah, just all of a sudden changes to green. And at first, I'm like, okay, that was you know sudden. I'm wondering what the this is uh, benefit of this, this is. is Pegasus form. Pegasus form. Okay, that's a weird name considering so far what I can tell from the form. Um, he suddenly he starts hearing a bunch of voices and i was thinking at first okay maybe is this the voices of the past telling him how to use his power no 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 he's having one of those moments from like superman uh like man he's of having steel a daredevil moment or daredevil i was gonna say is where he, there's just so many sounds so much auditory sound stuff happening and vision yeah that he can't it's he just hurting him because he's overwhelmed uh great and is overwhelmed by the the enhanced senses he has a sensory overload and he falls down and this is just a repeat of what happened the first time he changed to blue. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, I you know, I was going to say that it's just back to back. It's too soon to have the same exact plot device on a roof, fall off, transform. I mean, it, uh, what do you think it's been when I watched these episodes in the same day? Yeah, I believe it. It's like, wait, didn't this just happen? Yes, yeah. it did. Uh, so, yeah, that's if I, if I remove the color. It's the same scene. Um <laughs> So, yeah. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. He transforms. He gets headaches from too much stuff going on, falls off the roof. Yeah. So, uh, for me, the suck is, I, I know what yours is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, mine is will be a little bit different. It's just, um, I know people look down on this, and it goes both ways, but the whole drama of this episode could have been fixed by, like, a five-minute conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I know that's a easy way to create drama. Right. Yeah. Misunderstandings and that yeah. nobody wants to clear up. Or if they do, they have no energy to go and make it happen. Yeah. Um, 
I I hate that drama in in I don't hate it because I understand it. Happening, right, right, right. But it bothers me because I hate that drama in real life. Right. Yeah. And I make sure it doesn't happen. Me too. Because people will say things and I say, what do you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, it's like, please explain this before I say anything What do you more? even mean by that word? Yeah. What does that word mean to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Just to make sure there's absolutely no, <laughs> no the, the miscommunication it's, here. It's easy. I understand it. And like I can forgive it happening every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um which is one of the reasons why I don't like Fies. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't hate Fies. There's a lot of good things it, about Fies. It's, it's one of the reasons you don't like it as much as other. Yeah. That's, yeah. As I could. Yeah, not as much as you could like it. Yeah, because there's some really good things. But anyways. um, uh, But, yeah, the, the drama of it. Um, I can also see every side. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I understand it's just one of those, hey, calm down, stop being a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean. Of anything, I think she's the most reasonable out of all. all oh, of sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I agree in that situation, especially the amount of conversations in that day that we're all just like, oh, is this okay? Yeah, cool. whatever. I got to go. But it's just like, speak up, say something. Bef- don't just run out. Yeah. That's that's the problem. Is the the so conflict sure resolution. Good eye's going to have to fix her. Yeah. If this was a conflict resolution class, you just failed. Yeah. <laughs> so my suck, uh, which I said right at the end of the episode because uh, – <laughs> So the episode ended and Eric is like, wow, that episode seemed really quick. And I was like, yeah, here's why. This is my suck. There was at least eight times in this episode that there was just long pauses where it's just like showing the face for 15 or 20 seconds or them doing something like uh, she closes the box. It took eight seconds to close the box or Ichijo was taking off his glasses and looking dramatically after shooting the, the, the target in the. What is it called again? The shooting range? The shooting range. Firing range. Yeah. So that was a 15 second scene of him just, you just see his face. And like the very, very opening scene, it zooms in on his eyes for at least 10 seconds. I mean, okay. It doesn't sound like that adds up, but this is a 30 minute episode. It shaved down to like 23 because of commercials. Yeah. And then you lose another, I don't know, five to the opening and closing. So you're looking at 18 minutes of episode and at least two minutes of it was just useless staring at nothing. So what I know what it would be is that because this one and the next one are kind of together, uh-huh. if they would have taken that out, first off, they wouldn't have been able to make it to the cliffhanger. Sure. Yeah, they would have had to have more uh, filler jokey moments. They would have had to have something else because mm-hmm. they couldn't, it was too, it's, what they have to do is too long for one episode, yeah. but not long enough for two episodes. Yeah, exactly. No, so I understand the point of it. It's just that, yeah, overall, I can see why people don't like the pacing of Kuga, and that's the kind of thing that really hurts it. When you have something like Zero One, where from start to finish, you're like, whoa, what happened? Wait, what just happened? Like, oh my God, okay, hold on, pause it. I have to write this we down. Zero One twice. Yeah. yeah. So the, the same amount of time with arguably more commercials because there's more product placement and whatnot going on, and there's more content in the yeah. same same time frame. So. And so uh, they have different feels as a show, yeah. though. So I'm not like comparing them directly. Oh, I am right now, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying I, I like them both for different reasons. But I can understand why people don't like the pacing. And yeah. it's for stuff like this where it's just like, come on, please. Can we move on? Yeah. So but like I've said before, this was bringing back the show. Right. And so I think they had to sell it more as the drama. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely scenes like that definitely fit uh dramatic angles of tv shows in early 2000 yes i can say that 100 percent. this is exactly like what i expect from you know even shows in america like law and order and whatnot at the time would be like <gasps> yeah. yeah you know <laughs> it's because it was the big thing in movies but movies have more time to do this yeah things. for sure um so i feel bad but it's what do you think about uh 
which is Sugoi. Oh, Sugo- Sugoi. My Sugoi was the fact that they just, they, they, they did that skip, the time jump. Oh, that's literally what I have written down, the time skip. Yeah, I like the agree? time jump. Yeah, the time jump. It's I like a, the time jump. An awesome ti- uh, plot device. It, uh, you know, it gives a lot of times. So you're not sitting there going like, how is he doing that? He hasn't healed yet. And it gives you, it, it's not like they wasted the time skip. Like, it's not like nothing happened because they showed the Grungi have been attacking. Uh, they've died. I mean, they were minor things. At least yeah. they didn't waste our time with the goon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're they're keeping the story more relevant. I Yeah. I would, I almost prefer having the drawn out as it is now than a pointless episode. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, the alternative is just not. Yeah. Worth but I did it. like the time because it just show also show gave a reason why Yusuke could be a better fighter. Yeah. Well, here was my thing and the reason why I want to drop him down on the list. Yeah. That's the next part because he, he's already pretty low. He's at four out of six. I want to drop into at least five right now. I feel like he might be at the bottom of the list by the end of the episode, depending on how Zero One does. Yeah, because that would put Valkyrie above him. Right. But here's the reason why I want to drop him on the list. I like the show, yes. So if you take the show away and you're left with the writer, I have a guy who rather than spend his time learning a martial art or practicing a self-defense technique or studying hard about his Kuga stuff, going out and try to practice to transform on command, he is doing embroidery <laughs> and trying to tell everybody, I'm Kuga. Yeah, it's, it's like, not very good. Honestly, I kind of want to drop him to six, just that I want to see Zero One do something first. That's why yeah, well, I'm the so thing sure. Is, is like, even, I do think, the thing is, is Zero One is bad at keeping a secret ending, yeah. but he does it so much better. Yeah, he does. Because he doesn't just tell random people on the street. He says, okay, I'm not going to lie to the police. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to my potential allies. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, it just, Kuga just really dropped the ball for me on this one because it's like, Godai, come on, man. You could be doing so much right now. Especially, um, in fact, I want to drop him to six because in zero one, it's not really human beings that are getting destroyed here. You can rationalize it. Oh, it's a human gear. He's already decided we can make more, right? Yeah. It's usually the human gears that suffer in all of these episodes. I mean, he, he, he thinks human gears are important, but he doesn't think human gears are more important than people. Right. So it's one of those things where if you were to compare that with Kuga, Kuga is every episode, you're losing at least 10 people, sometimes up to 30. Yeah. Human beings are just straight up dying in brutal ways to these grunky. And you're just over here doing embroidery and laughing and having a good time. You know what? In three weeks, he couldn't have asked, hey, is there any other colors in that? In that? Yeah, well, that's my point. Literally <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's like you're too carefree in a situation like this. Like zero one. I think if the characters were swapped, uh, I think zero, all Zero One would be doing is, is uh, you know what I'm saying? I think all he would be doing is focusing his efforts on the Grungi because it's yeah. not like he's got anything else going on. There's yeah. no room for comedy when 30 people are dying. Yeah. You know? No. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, Godai would fit right in over there just like, oh, you know, hey, whatever. It's just human gear. Ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because they have uh, similar female associates. Because Izu and Sakurako are the ones getting the stuff done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I guess on second thought, I want to drop him down to six because I'm almost 100% sure that as long as Zero One doesn't do something absolutely horrible, yeah, he'll at least take fifth place. And if he does do something absolutely horrible, I can just move him back down to six. Yeah. So right now our standings are in sixth place, Kuga. Mm-hmm. In fifth place, Zero One. In fourth place, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. In third place is Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Second place is double, and first place is Ichigo. Uh, first, one is, is one. Yeah, <laughs> Ichi, Ichigo. Uh, 
burying himself alive and coming out. It's Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider. <laughs> I love that yeah. scene, though, because it was just, oh, man, that was a great episode. And it's, yeah, um, we, let's go back and redo that episode so we can do it again. Yeah. So the next episode is almost a spoiler, but this is how we do it. Yep. The next episode of Kuga is Archer. Oh, no. Well, I know what the suit does. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it is it's what it is. It's, it's the it's, next logical conclusion. It's, it really is, because we've got hand-to-hand, uh, -hand, we've got a melee weapon, so what's left? If there's going to be a new form, a ranged weapon. And he's also fighting a flying foe. And the name's Pegasus. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Pegasus seems kind of weird, but at least it's like it makes you think Roman, makes you think, I don't know, bows or chariots or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I can yeah. see it is what I'm saying. So, um. But our next episode... Can he fly? I don't know. Uh, maybe that... Will Ooh. be the first part of a two-parter for... Uh, for uh, um, Oh, we're going to double? Double. Yeah, so their next episode... Our actual next episode will be double. And yeah. it was, I believe, uh, something with the letter C, correct? Find the C. Philip can't stand it. Yeah, okay. And I will tell you... I mean, because I'm telling you this, you might like them better. Mm. But these next two episodes are considered the worst two episodes in Kamen Rider Double. <laughs> yeah, I think you told me that last <laughs> week. So, so I'm hoping that me telling you that makes them not as bad even to me. <laughs> I hope my body is prepared. <laughs> Which is funny because it's actually about, about that type of thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. And that's going to do it for us today. Riding Through the Ages is a production of Fanboy Opinion. If you want to find out more information, you can look it up at fanboyopinion.com. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. If you have any questions or comments or anything you want to ask us about, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. Join us on our next time as we go through another age of Common Rider. <laughs>